You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted, a conversation on Christian ministry and the Christian life. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. Hey, how about that new intro music? I, I enjoyed it. I'm Brian Catherman. <laughs> <laughs> We've changed it up. Welcome to the show. And I don't really know what's going on today, but prior to sitting down for this week's episode, uh, Brian, you asked me to read this article on clearlyreformed.org, Kevin DeYoung's blog. It's an article, came out today at the recording time of the recording of this podcast. November 27th. November 27th. It says, On Culture War, Doug Wilson, and the Moscow Mood. I kind of like that Moscow Mood sound. It sounds like a Moscow mule, I think. <laughs> anyway, Yes. So what are we doing? <laughs> Why well, did I read this? First of all, uh, this I haven't seen it yet. I hope I don't see it. But we'll probably see it. We'll probably see a response to this. So this article is a response to um, No Quarter November yeah, and some impressed general... Doug Wilson. It's their yeah, Doug <clears throat> Wilson stuff. Yearly events. But I suspect either Cannon Press or Doug Wilson or the the... The people who follow that ministry, or I'd even go so far as to say that kind of some of the fanboy types, will probably respond. And I hope that yeah. it doesn't go back and forth. I hope that whatever happens, um, Kevin, Kevin Young just lets it yeah, go. But he wrote, out there. he's put, yeah, he's well, and he even says in his article, I've probably taken the bait, you know, for this problem yeah. so that I'll probably be flamed on or whatever he says. I'll be just lit up yeah. somehow. Anyway, um, so here's what this is, and the reason. Uh, well, so he says it in the beginning of the article, but basically, um, Kevin DeYoung, who blogs and writes and records things at clearlyreformed.org, which I think that's new. He just started yeah. that not too long ago, um, has provided a critique and a, sort of an answer to the question, what do you think about Doug Wilson? You've got the article there. I've got it pulled up here on my computer. Yep. And that comes up. He says, hey, I can't remember where that is, but he says people ask him all the time. Do you like him? Do you hate him? What should I think about him? He sure. says, as a pastor, he gets asked about this other individual. I'll just read. He says, so, uh, so what do you think about Doug Wilson is a question I've been asked many times during my recent years in pastoral ministry. And then the, he goes on to say they're split like, I am asking you because I love him and I want you to love him. Or I'm asking yeah. you because I don't like him at all and I want you to not like him or I'm asking because I really don't know what to think of it. Right. So that's kind of it. So that's what caught my attention because as a pastor, we're elders at sure. the church where we serve together, and we get you get these questions once in a while, don't you? Absolutely. You what know, about just so yesterday? So? I had somebody share that uh, someone they love is at a church that I know is heretical. Oh right. <laughs> you know, and I, I can't really speak to that in that it, moment. It's hard but... to just outright say, "Hey, that guy you like." Or hey, that church, or hey, yeah. because you you want to walk through these things delicately. Let me ask you a question before we get into this too much, and, and we do need to probably cover what the overview of what's going on here is. But sure. but I don't want to. I'm not so much concerned about the article itself. Right. I'm, I, it's this idea that right. how do we talk about this? So when you were asked that question, you have some opinions. Right. The person asking you. You don't. You're not a covenant. You're not in covenant membership with them, right? right? We don't pastor them. This was a, right. This was a new visitor. person you met, yeah. a visitor, right? So let's let me ask you a question. If a covenant member said, "Hey, I really like Bob Snuffy," sure, okay, and you know that Bob Snuffy has some prosperity gospel leanings, or yeah. that Bob Snuffy uh, has some various issues of like being really hostile and might have a, a sharp, like whatever. Um, 
we've talked about some of these kinds of situations. If someone comes and says, I really like Bob Snuffy, right. and they're a covenant member, yeah. how much do you speak into it? Well, definitely a lot more than if it was a guest, and definitely a lot more if it's something I've had personal experience with, or that I know this individual well, the, the person they're referring to. You know, right. if, if I've read Bob's, Bob Snuffy's books, or I've heard some of his sermons, I could probably caution this person, hey, I would really use some caution or discernment in reading their stuff, or I'd advise against this. So would you use specifics like, hey, well, in this book, sure. or hey, I know about this? So you yeah. would give some examples. I'd give some specific examples. Okay. And, that, and then we're talking about a situation where I know that person. It's hard. People always want to ask the pastor's opinion on this guy, that guy, and the other guy. But you could spend your whole <laughs> your whole day every day kind of researching people. There's too much. Oh man, we've out got there, that like, right. <laughs> okay, so let's just let's just throw some names what if out you there. Don't for, know. Let's just throw some names out there. Not opinions, not right. But who are the people that are kind of at the top of the list that you've been asked about lately or over the years? Because Doug Wilson is one that I have been asked about, yeah. and Kevin DeYoung right. is one that I have been asked about. Sure. Okay, these two guys, yeah. people come and say, "What do you think about Kevin DeYoung?" or "What do you think about Doug Wilson?" and probably. Just for the sake of transparency, we've had Doug Wilson on the podcast twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, years ago, back when we used to have a lot more guests. Man, those were some those were some good I times. I miss having right? some good guests on here. I, maybe I got to uh, maybe I got to boiled into what we were doing. We should get some guests again. Maybe we should yeah. have Kevin. De, we should have Kevin DeYoung. We've yeah. had Doug Wilson on you, twice. You go ahead and call. Make that call. You, <laughs> you, I'll call. Beaver calls us back. Hey, uh, Kevin DeYoung. Uh, That's let's never get going you to happen. <laughs> okay. Anyway. The, fun, the best part is the people I get asked about, it's not even like they're in the same groups. It's all across the board, right? I get asked about Priscilla Schreier. I get yep. asked about John Piper. Yep. I get asked about Stephen Furtick. Yep. I get so asked far, about all these are on Andy my list. Stanley. Uh, you, know, you know, I was getting asked about Andy Stanley until about a week or two ago, and I yeah. don't think anybody's going to be asking me yeah. in our circles that, anymore. That's answered itself. But <laughs> but you get asked about people across denominations, I theological was, viewpoints. I was asked recently about this guy, and then I started watching because somebody asked. Like, that's the other thing. is Somebody I didn't even know. I can't sure. remember his name. Uh, he does... A podcast called Conversations That Matter. Like, I could probably find him. He does some YouTube videos, and I could probably find his name. But I had somebody ask me about that, and then I pull it up, and I go, oh, yeah, this guy. John um, Harris? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now, I don't, yeah, know. I don't even know who that is. He has, an about on his, he has an about page that's the most not about me you, you can find. Then I went to this seminary, and then, I, like, he doesn't want to, I don't know sure. why. God, Maybe we should get, himself. what's his name? John Harris. I Maybe think. we should get yeah. John Harris on the podcast and ask about what seminary he went to. Well, and it's hard too because, but his stuff's kind of. But people sure. are asking. I yeah. watched this video. What about this guy? Uh, who else is on your list? So I've got like, yeah, I've got. We've talked about these guys. The guys you have, Jeff Durbin, because we live out in the sure. West. Tons of people. Well, when they come guys, out, I don't mission. want to even name because if we say their name on the podcast, they'll talk about us on their podcast well, for five weeks. That, yeah, know? like we're not, we're not saying. We're not – so, okay, let's go there. There's a certain hesitation that when I read Kevin DeYoung's right. article, I went, oh, no. Right. He's just asking for – Right. Re, like, he's going to be in line – okay, let's talk about the article. Let's okay, talk about what's sure. going on here. So people don't know who Doug Wilson is or don't know who Kevin DeYoung is. But maybe people will understand, like, he's going to be in the zone of the flamethrower if he's not careful. So – uh you want to try to give a long and short of what's... So, okay. Yeah, so... There's a critique of Doug Wilson. Who's Doug Wilson? Doug Wilson pastors a church in Moscow, Idaho, right? He's the pastor there. Uh, I think he mm -hmm. runs a school. And, yep. He know. was really, I think, in the 80s and 90s, really big on uh, homeschool and yeah. education. Kind of wrote yeah, a lot of books in that family field. Stuff. And, uh, he's a Christian nationalist, and he's yeah. very open and proud. And all so, about and he that. runs a blog. I think it's 
blog and may blog blog and may blog is that it his blog or oh or maybe he, something with canon press he debated uh christopher hitchens yeah a bunch the atheist in the 90s was that in the 90s i think so it was when i was a younger christian so i'm trying to remember when that was 2000 i don't remember when that was but basically um, i guess every november he has what he calls no quarter november where he just basically doesn't hold back as he kind of Speaks out against society and the world and, and different things like that. Explains that. Let's see here. Um, here I have it. He's sitting on a boat that he's going to light on fire. That one's from a couple of years. Twenty twenty one. Welcome to No Quarter November. My name is Douglas Wilson. I'm glad you decided to join us. Now, some people want to know what is it about November that makes us want to burn things. He's about to take What's a drink or something, and he's There's got a, a little cigar. for those evangelicals who think I ought not to be drinking stuff like that the reason the reason we're doing this i don't think the boat he's sitting on is real by the way not yeah, that yeah. we're he's we gonna light it on fire with this molotov cocktail to be incendiary because we don't have a moral obligation to be incendiary what we're saying is that the world has mysteriously for some bizarre reason i don't know how long this flammable. goes but I think he's going to come to it. He's going to say, I'm not going to give qualification yeah. to it, right? Do you have Basically, it? Basically, his point is he's like, the world is flammable. Everything catches fire these days. All you have to do is say something, and then he gives a couple examples. Things that would have gone through in the past without anyone commenting, and now it just gets everyone riled up. And You just need to be ordinary and just let the world around you light on fire. Well, and then I think in one <laughs> of these... Your ex- post, he says. The explanation that I was looking for besides just that one is... is Normally, I give qualification upon qualification yeah. upon qualification, but uh, in November, I'm not going to qualify my statements. Yeah. I'm just going to say them, take them, or leave them. And I think Kevin Young is saying, you do that all the time. Right. Uh, November's not any different, but it's sort of a marketing thing to give away things. But Okay, so so What's, he starts critiquing Doug Wilson. Right, right? And, and, and the reason what, he's critiquing Doug, Doug Wilson is because not only is Doug Wilson kind of just, you know, going after the world and, you know, just trying to make a bold stance. But he kind of makes some cheap comments about other denomin- Christian denominations or brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind yeah. of like here in this video, he's drinking and he's sort makes of some quip fun- about, you know. He's sort of making fun of it. People who yeah. think you shouldn't drink. And uh, to Kevin Young's point, he's just saying, you know, either you got to kind of decide. Like, are we all in the trenches to fight against the world and evil and sin together or are we separate? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Which is interesting because it yeah. almost sounds like an ecumenical kind of like, we're all in this. There's a line right. somewhere. Right Kevin here. DeYoung obviously disagrees with where Doug's line is compared sure. to Kevin's line. Kevin DeYoung says, which is it? Are we in the trenches against the enemy or are we hosting our own late night talk show? It, yeah, <laughs> Doug's does kind of feel that way at times. And, yeah. and when I read that, I thought about um, R.C. Sproul and John MacArthur. You know, two oh, yeah. great pillars of the faith, two men who were just were really passionate about the gospel and doctrine and, and so forth. And I watched a debate with them over baptism, infant baptism mm-hmm. and believer's baptism. And I forget who it was. I think it was R.C. Sproul who said, you know, at the end of the day, there's, there's nobody, nobody else I want to have yeah. in the trenches with right. me. I remember that. Other like, than John MacArthur, you, right? If you're going to do this, and then they were really, really good right. about dealing with their differences without just taking jabs. Right. Right, without just straight. Yeah. Now, that's not to say they can't have little quibs here and there, right. 
But I think what Kevin DeYoung's saying is this gets quibs all the time. Right. It's just jabs yeah, all it's the just, time. And, it, and nobody's really safe, right, because he's going after other Christians. And, and uh, Kevin DeYoung makes the point here, too, that, you know, him dressing up and being on this fake boat that he lit lights on fire. Oh, yeah, burns. Or, you know, the video blazing. for this year where he's got a flamethrower. Kevin DeYoung says, you know, if Rick That's, Warren. That flamethrower is no joke, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, you can buy it for uh, $1,943. In the video. So if you look up No Quarter November 2023, I think, is where that video is. Yeah. That flamethrower. Throw shoots like 20 yeah. feet, man. No. <laughs> anyway, so you can buy it, and then he, what does he, he say it. about it? But he says, you know, if Rick Warren did videos like this, like NQN, granted they would have a much different vibe, the, but the same people that love Wilson's gimmicks uh, would almost certainly lampoon a hyped-up, dressed-up Rick Warren close-up as self-serving cringe. So they're saying if other people did what he did, they'd really, be upset I think about what it. He's, what he's critiquing is sort of this fanboy, yeah. cheerleader sort of thing, rather than... An intellectual conversation. Admittedly, I want to. It's interesting to me. I think I've seen a pretty big change in Doug Wilson. Maybe because right, we've a, had him on the podcast. Maybe before. I've seen a big change in me. But when we first had him on the podcast, we were going through what a pastor is, and we had interviewed quite a few other pastors. Yeah. Um, I think Jim Hamilton might have been in that series. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Hamilton. We we were looking at some various people and said, okay, let's talk through this, and, and it was it was articulate and generous and well thought out and it wasn't just this i'm gonna fight for fight's sake right and then we had him on again about um about what a preacher is or preaching a sermon like years later now admittedly uh i don't think he knew what podcast he was getting on and then he saw how we were not very high end and he was like what have i got this is a no frills podcast no it's a no frills podcast yeah for sure but he was still generous in that. I actually still appreciated what he had to say about how you yeah. bring the word. And and then, I don't know if it's um, just the years. I don't know if it's living in Moscow, Idaho. Maybe that has something to do with it. Or he's, he's kind of far removed from a lot of the other parts of the world. Right. <clears throat> and so maybe living in that bubble, which admittedly might be nice, not having a lot of the rest of the the liberal aspects and the anti-Christian aspects of the world that you have to live in. So maybe he right. gets the lob grenades from outside into it or something. Sure. I don't know, because I don't live in Moscow, but I don't know. Something's changed, but Kevin DeYoung has clearly felt like at this point right. he's had to speak into it because people are asking, and he, he, we've reached some right. Because spot. whatever he's doing, he's drawing attention, right? So you either have people that love Douglas Wilson or hate him or just don't even know what to think. And that's yeah. how Kevin DeYoung kind of starts his article. But but you see in these videos, Douglas Wilson make comments about Southern Baptists and the G3 conference and, and different things like that. Yeah. And what I like that Kevin DeYoung brings up is just what is our role as pastors? Yep. What should our demeanor be? What should our attitude be? And, and Kevin DeYoung makes the point of like, if I acted and said some of the things he said... I'd be brought before the Presbyterian, like oh, yeah. <laughs> the board, and you know, asked, yeah. "What am I doing here?" Yeah, and uh, and I think what what pastors have to remember is what they model to their congregation, to the outside world, to it really sort of rings of like the same stuff we heard in the rise and fall of of Mars Hill. Right, it's this whole sort of like unaccountable. Maybe there is accountability. I don't know, but but. But Kevin Dugg does raise a point, like what level of accountability is allowing the the sure. foul language or the the sort of showmanshipy attitude, right. whatever, to go. But it has a lot of feel of like the same stuff we saw in Mark Driscoll at one point, or and there's some others like this. I hesitate to mention them because then. You know, then they turn all their venom on me. But Kevin Dugg says, "What Puritan would speak this way?" You right, know? and I used to really like. Doug, I mean, I would yeah. say 10, 15 years yeah. ago, 
uh, as a Christian, I, I, he was sort of on the fringes of being sort of a little more unknown, and I found him to like really draw me into, to solid thinking, and it because it because it was it well, felt respectful. And I think that's what we as Christians and as pastors are supposed to do is is call people up to a, a different way of living, right? Of living contrary to the world. And and in his article, Kevin DeYoung reminds his readers that we are sojourners and exiles in the world. He references First Peter two eleven. He says, you know, our most important fight is not the fight. Is the fight for faith, not the fight for Christendom, right? right. Like now, I do want to say though, and maybe maybe I would be in disagreement with Kevin DeYoung here. I don't know if he comes on the podcast, we can ask him. Sure, but yeah. uh, I want to make sure that <clears throat> that for me, I, I would I would say there is a time when you can draw right. lines like like R.C. Sproul and 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 uh, John MacArthur, where you can say, hey, you know, I'm just well, I'm not down with that. Hey, that person might right. be a heretic. Hey, this, that, or the other thing. But I think. When that's all you are, I think there's a point here where it says how you, what you win them to is what you win them with, or right. how you get them is how you keep yeah. them. What I've encountered, sort of to bring this back into sort of what we deal with, outside of these, these debate between yeah. Young and, and Wilson or whatever's going to come of that, right. we still have to deal with the the fanboy factor. Yeah, you know where the the the, and I, and it's hard, but you have. Guys who love MacArthur so much that they will just beat up on their brothers and sisters in the pew over just a differing view of MacArthur or Washer or Wilson or DeYoung or you name it, right? Piper. And so then they like become the absolute and total defender when in truth, Kevin DeYoung has issues he probably needs to work on in his heart. Uh, Doug Wilson has issues and, and, and Mark... Uh, Dever had an issue, and Kevin DeYoung said, "Hey, brother, what?" And then they had a great conversation in a podcast that I think you can find on Clearly Reformed, but you can probably find it yeah. on Nine Mark stuff. Yeah. Preachers talk, uh, pa- pastors, pastors talk. Pastors talk. Yeah, we're yeah. like, "Hey, you know what? What you said was not very fair, and let's yeah. now talk about yeah. it. And let's, as as representatives of the Christian faith, we can definitely yeah. have differences. We can definitely yeah. debate. Let's talk it out. So maybe." What would be outstanding? I want to ask, what do you think is going to come of this? Maybe uh, Doug Wilson and, and Kevin DeYoung will have, go on Clearly Reformed or blog, blog and May blog or whatever the podcasts right. are, or Salty Believer Unscripted. Sure. We could facilitate Let's that facilitate the two of them working out their differences. <laughs> You're really overthinking the quality <laughs> of our podcast. a couple of guys who, hey guys. So what do you think? I mean, that would be amazing that they sure. could if they could have that I mean, sort of a of a discourse that'd be remarkable what do you think's really going to happen though i you know so kevin young to your point called out mark dever you know wrote him a letter said hey you no, he, he, he privately privately yeah and they dealt with that and, friends, and, and never called it back and you know they had a good conversation on their podcast i don't think that's how this will go i think doug wilson, doug wilson will fire some shots back and you know i think he's very opinionated and very convicted in the way he does things mm-hmm. um but i i appreciated the way that Dion kind of ended his article here you know, he just said, talking about Douglas Wilson, that he could use the eighth decade of his life to devote his considerable writing talents to persuading unbelievers to consider Christianity, to passing on the Reformed faith, and to offering a deep, penetrating cultural analysis. I believe he could do all this if he wanted to. Or he can pepper his writing with naughty words, play with low torches, and make fun of Southern Baptists. That's the other option. It'd be hard to take both approaches at the same time. You know, and... That's good. I just feel like... Sometimes you you have the freedom and the liberty as a Christian to say things or do things a certain way, but is that the reputation we want in our community? Is that how we want to make a bold stance, uh, you know, against the world where we live and where we work? I, I think the most helpful thing we can do at this point for our listeners is 
as pastors who have people that are coming to us and as we're trying to help, how would you, you know, as an elder, shepherding a congregation sure. of people who see these videos or, or have their fans, right. how would you counsel or advise them to think about the people they like the yep. most? I, what would you say to them? I would say when you look at someone that gets you excited and gets you riled up because of what they say or how they say it or any of that kind of thing, I would ask you to examine that person and say, how would I feel if my pastor acted that way, said those things, you know, had that kind of demeanor? That's really good. Well, that the hard part about that is some people want me to be that way. Sure. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so that might backfire. But, but the, the Rick Warren example is really good. If right. this is right and true, it wouldn't bother you if it was Stephen right. Furtick saying it or Rick Warren how, how saying it. How about somebody with or, an opposing viewpoint from you, you know? Right. If you're super conservative and someone from a liberal bent said and acted the way this the person same is, thing, yeah, you know, would you be okay with them sharing their viewpoint that way? Um, that's really good advice. I'm gonna suggest this, and we've, you know, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I think we have. We're always wrong somewhere. There's so, we're not perfect. Okay, so I think I think first it's helpful to sort of examine your own heart. Why do I like this? Right. What is it about this that I enjoy? Um, I used to watch some videos from some people, and there's a few different people that do this. They do like an apologetic man on the street thing. And the person they're they're debating with, or they're trying to, like maybe they're talking to Mormons, or they're talking to atheists, or whatever, on the street. And I used to watch, and it finally dawned on me one day, I watch these videos because they're entertaining to watch this person right. who had the camera, and had the control, sure. and had the editing, make himself look good while yeah. he made the other person look bad. For sure. And I realized that's entertainment. And I had to say, I can't watch these anymore. Yeah. That, that's I got to check my heart. So I would say if you're watching because you just like the dumpster fire, right. you might want to think about that. But also, it's helpful to say, where does this person get something wrong? Right. How they're saying it yeah. might be wrong. Perfect. Maybe what they're saying. Hey, I disagree well, with this person on this theological view yeah. or this way to say it. I think that would be helpful to go, where, where are we where are we not perfect? Right. And it, before you kind of ask your pastor, or ask your mentor what they think about somebody, examine that person against scripture. Yeah. Chances are your pastor has never maybe even heard of that person or seen any of their stuff. Right. But Yeah. And, and maybe just not what do you think about so-and-so, but maybe how do you think so-and-so could help me in my walk with Jesus? Right. Something like that. Yeah. You know, opposed to just, what's your opinion? Thumbs up, right. thumbs down. You know, like, yeah. how does this actually benefit the kingdom? And what do, you, right. what do you think I should read from so-and-so? Or do you think I should? Like, what are your, not just the, do you like him, not like him? That's like when they asked John MacArthur what he thought of Stephen Furtick. And he just said, unqualified. Like. Just one word. Yeah. Like, I mean. <laughs> how do you, where do you go from there, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that there's some value, I think, in the approach. So you don't think that at the end of the day. This is going to be a, a real kingdom-driven... Do you think Kevin I, DeYoung should have been silent? No, I think it's hard. You know, obviously, uh, you and I pastor a small church, so it's easier to be a little quieter on what we think about others. But Kevin DeYoung is a pretty prominent Christian, evangelical. You know, he's taught at the seminary. He, he probably uh, gets asked a written lot. written some books and stuff. So he, he probably gets asked this question, and people look to him to say, what do you think about this? And I think he great brought up a great point of just the example we set for a lost world. Yep, that is good. Well, so, my, my hope is that they can facilitate a really good conversation, and if they can't decide on which vehicle they're going to mm-hmm. put that on, yep. we'll put it right here on Salty yep. Believer Unscripted. Salty Believer Unscripted. Uh, stay tuned for that episode. I should probably check my heart, because I just think that would be crazy. But <laughs> but I wouldn't hold your breath. No. But Kevin DeYoung, Douglas Wilson, if you're listening, feel free to drop us a line, and we'll have you on soon. Hey, wait, what's our email? 
Uh, that's saltybeliever at gmail.com. All right, I'll be waiting for those emails to come in. Well, let's go check them now. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Salty Believer Unscripted is a production of saltybeliever.com. Visit the website to find more resources like the podcast you've just listened to.